Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Friday, August 26. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Connect and MB Sports's Matt Banker talks with ECAC Commissioner Dan Coonan about the history of the conference, the rise of esports, what campus-level initiatives are particularly helpful for esports, what comes next in the conference and the dynamics of the Power Five and, finally, his career as a novelist. Coonan stating, the more that upper tier of college athletics becomes quasi-professional, the greater the branding opportunity for the others are that aren't in doubling down on these traditional notions of college athletics, the way so many of us grew up loving it. I don't think this group is looking at anything other than trying to find a way to continue that because there is great value in that. The full conversation is free to watch on Connect. Former Big 8 Commissioner and Big 12 interim boss Chuck Ninas tells the Mercury News' John Wilner he sees little reason why any schools would leave the Pac-12. For the Big 12, the amount of media revenue they will receive is very similar, so why leave? Why would it be attractive for the Pac-12 schools to go to the Big 12? Both will stay as they are. If something happens to Oregon or Washington, that could change the picture. More from Ninas, Oregon and Washington have to wait to be invited to the Big Ten, and I don't think that will happen. The Big Ten is not expanding west. It will try to increase its footprint more to the south. They have established a stake on the west coast, and they have made no secret of the fact they want to go to 20 teams. I think they will look more south and east. The Athletics Dana O'Neill discusses what the Big East's next media rights deal might look like. Their deal with Fox is up in 2024, just as Fox pushes the entire pot at the Big Ten. The two have gone hand-in-hand, hand, much like the Big East and ESPN did in the 1980s, the conference helping FS1 launch and Fox giving the newly realigned Big East a landing spot. But the but. There's only so much money, and the Big Ten, I believe, just absorbed the GNP. The Big East, for all of its on-court successes, simply doesn't have the name recognition slash draw of other conferences and is especially shaky if Villanova stumbles. So the short answer is what it's always been when it comes to realignment deals. No one thought about college basketball when they were cutting the deals, and now college basketball has to figure out where it fits. Washington State President Kirk Schultz on the next steps for an indoor practice facility. We're going to go to the Board of Regents in the September meeting to start the formal approval process for the project. We'll be out there publicly on what that action item looks like. The Cougars completed fundraising for the project last fall and shovels were supposed to hit the ground this summer, but rising material costs and the pandemic derailed that timeline, pushing the start of construction to next summer, instead. By January, the $21 million price tag had risen to $25 million. No word on the current cost. Queen's Charlotte AD Sherry Swarthout discusses the decision to move from D2 to D1 and explains, this is part of our strategic framework of fueling growth for the university overall. And the transition to Division 1 allows us to amplify our brand. You know, it allows us, as you mentioned, with the A-Sun to travel to different places, some very large cities, expand our geographic footprint and to build opportunities for other folks to better understand who Queens is and hopefully come to Queens as a student and faculty staff and move the needle there. Adding FB is not in the Royals' immediate future, but Swarthout explains the changing landscape of college athletics was a factor in the decision to make the jump now, rather than let the landscape, you know, change, kind of shifting beneath our feet. 
In personnel news. Louisville AD Josh Hurd promotes a handful of staffers, Associate AD and SWA Amy Calabrese to Deputy AD and SWA, Senior Associate AD for Student Services and Diversity Marvin Mitchell to Deputy AD, Associate ADs Michael Dudas, Development, Lottie Stockwell, External Relations, and Jeff Spolker, Finance, all up to Senior Associate AD. Hurd has also hired Chief of Staff of the Army Human Resource Command at Fort Knox Allen Kellogg as Chief of Staff for the Cards. Kansas Senior Associate AD Strategic Communications and External Initiatives Dan Beckler's last day in the department was Tuesday as he departs to be co-owner of Mass Strategies, the Jayhawks NIL Collective. Boston College Interim Associate AD for Communications Mike Lapry gets promoted to the role on a permanent basis. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Friday, August 26. We'll see you back here this afternoon.